Hello and Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Rare Possessions Podcast. I'm your host, Nicoletti, and with me is Jared Riddick. Happy to be back. Christmas time. It is. This is our second Christmas since starting the podcast back in February 2018. Yep. Can you believe it's been that long? I can't. <laughs> we were in a completely different office recording I, back then. That's true, actually. Um, well, last Christmas we covered an article entitled Angels Announce the Coming of Christ. If you haven't listened to it, please go back and check it out because it was also by uh, John Twentness, who had passed away earlier that year, and we we kind of did that article as an in memoriam of him. Mm-hmm. But uh, this year, we found another Christmas article by him entitled What Do We Know About the Wise Men, which yeah, is a short piece. Very short piece. This was actually in uh, the December 1998 Farms newsletter called Insights. Just on page four, caught my eye. Listeners might be surprised to know we don't have a, a ton of Christmas-related items in the Book of Mormon Central Archive. Is that is that a call for people to write more about Book of Mormon and Christmas topics? It could be. It could be. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we were. I was really, really happy to find this one and yeah. uh, to have that in mind for for this episode. And it's just a it's a fun little piece, and it's kind of a little jewel because it's on a newsletter of all things. Mm-hmm. Well, they they had the updates. They had they, the Farms uh, Insights are an untapped treasure trove. Uh, in my opinion, for a lot of fantastic stuff. And they are all on the Book of Women Central Archive. Yeah. And uh, we invite listeners to go on the archive and check them out. Absolutely. There's hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> There's literally uh, over 100. Wow. Yeah. That is a lot. Mm-hmm. But they're not long, so that's they're good. Not. For me, this was a fun read because sometimes, and I, this, I hope this doesn't come across as arrogant, but... It feels like there's not a whole lot more we can learn sometimes about the birth of Christ. Like, we tend to feel like, oh, I've heard the story. I know mm-hmm. what that is. And and yet, this particular article, as short and simple as it is, there were neat things that kind of came out mm-hmm. as, as I read read through it. We'll get into that, but bef- before that, we should probably make a side little jaunt to plug the Christ Child video that the church yes. came out with as part Wonderful of the 2019 video. Light the World campaign. And uh, it was very well done. It put a premium on historical accuracy, mm-hmm. unlike some other productions perhaps in the past that may have added theatrics in places that didn't call for it and so on. I enjoyed the video. Uh, you loved it, it sounds like. Yeah, it was it was a great little devotional scripture study that morning getting to watch that. Yeah. It was fun. And then read it al- and then read along in Luke 2. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, Visit comeuntochrist.org, watch it, share it. It's awesome. Invite your friends over to watch it with you. It's incredible. But um, So let's get back to this article. It kind of adds a layer to the story that, that I hadn't really thought about in that it talks about the significance of the wise men to the story. Mm-hmm. What did you pull out from this? I had not realized uh, how many traditions there were yeah. around the wise men. Well, most of the people, if they think about it, will realize that the number three, we, we don't know how many there were. We, right. we assume three wise men because three gifts. Um, but there was some wonderful stuff in here about uh, potential origins for them, uh, names that tradition attributes to them. What did wise men even mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some just really cool little things in here. And then I liked the one tradition that he quotes from the um, one of the infancy gospels because it's interesting that an inter- early Christian document indicates that the star was perhaps an angel. In the guise yeah. of a star. I thought that was really cool. I yeah. hadn't thought about that. Hadn't considered that. 
Um, for me, who knows? I, I, the last paragraph with uh, what he was sharing was a connection to the Garden of Eden and temple themes with connection to the wise men. I, I was like, what? How does that even yeah, make I ne- sense? I'd never even heard of that before. I need to uh, actually get a hold of the he, He's quoting the Testament of Adam, which is a pseudepigraphal book, yeah. which it turns out I actually had, but I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Uh, it's in, uh, there's a collection called Old Testament Pseudepigrapha by a, Edited by a scholar named James Charlesworth that is great that it, this is within. Yeah. And I actually did kind of research it a little bit because I wanted to read the whole story. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see where that that might have come from. But uh, the, you know what? Maybe we should just tease it. Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll tease how that connection works. Uh, but we also, in, in looking at this whole side of it, we did find an article from Jeff Bradshaw and his Temple Themes website about this connection between the three wise men and Adam and Eve. And and maybe it's something we put together for Pearl of Great Price Central at some point. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what we can but, do with uh, that in the future. But uh, hopefully that tease will uh, interest you enough to stick around for now a reading of this short article entitled, What Do We Know About the Wise Men from John Twentness? Merry Christmas. A Happy New Year. What do we know about the wise men? From the Farms Insights Newsletter, December 1998, written by John Twentness. Among the more intriguing figures in the scriptures are the wise men who visited the infant Jesus. The story of their journey to Bethlehem is found in the Gospel of Matthew, where we learn that they came from the east when Jesus was apparently two years old. See Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 2, 7, and 16. By that time, Mary and Joseph were living in a house. A common assumption is that the wise men followed a star from the east to Bethlehem. However, Matthew does not say that they followed a star at that point in their journey, only that they had seen a star in the east and came from the east to Jerusalem. Seeing him who was born king of Jews, the wise men inquired at King Herod's palace, where one might expect a prince to be born, and were directed to Bethlehem, a few miles south of Jerusalem. It was at this point that the star which they saw in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. Though the wording in verse 9 suggests that the wise men understood the two stars to be the same star, that may not have been the case, because the star heralding Christ's birth was also seen in the New World and was not reported as moving from its fixed position. This star may have been the unusual roaming star that went before the wise men and stood over where the young child was. What then did the wise men follow from Jerusalem to Bethlehem? We cannot know for certain, but it is interesting that an early Christian document indicates that it was an angel in the guise of a star. See First Infancy Gospel, chapter 3, verse 3. Perhaps because so little is told to us in the scriptures about these men, numerous traditions have arisen about them, and some of these traditions are quite speculative. A good source for information on these traditions and commentary on the scriptural text is Raymond E. Brown's The Birth of the Messiah. That later Christians would go to great lengths to try to understand these mysterious men indicates how significant their visit was regarded. Some early traditions indicate there were twelve wise men. The most prevalent tradition says they were three kings, their number derived from the three gifts they brought, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Psalm chapter 72 verses 10 through 15 is cited as evidence that these three kings were from Tarshish, 
Sheba and Seba or Seba. Medieval Christians identify those places with Spain, Ethiopia, and Arabia, and thus believe the wise men to be a European, an African, and a Semite. Other Old Testament passages sometimes used to support the kingship of the wise men are Isaiah chapter 49 verse 7 and chapter 60 verses 3 through 7. The Greek term behind the words wise men in Matthew chapter 2 is magoi, the origin of our word magic, sometimes rendered magi in English. Because the word is Persian in origin, some traditions identify the wise men as Persian. In the Greek form of the book of Daniel, however, Magoi occurs in Daniel's description of the Babylonian court. For this and other reasons, Babylon is considered a possibility of the origin of the Magi. On the basis of Isaiah chapter 60 verse 6 and Psalm chapter 72 verse 15, the gold and frankincense they bring as gifts are associated with Arabia, making that as a possible source for the wise men. The 13th century traveler Marco Polo reported that the three Magi had set out from Seba in Persia and their tombs were still visited in this day, and were local traditions since the 8th century named three kings, Gaspar, Melchior, and Balthazar. Those names are used in Christian tradition today, though they are associated with non-Persian wise men. Chapter 9 of the Armenian Gospel of the Infancy names the Magi as Melchon of Persia, Gaspar of India, and Balthazar of Arabia. The names, however, appear to be Akkadian, the language used in ancient Babylon from where such names spread through other parts of the Persian Empire from the 5th century BC. There are even traditions that the gifts the Magi gave came originally from Adam. Several early Christian pseudepigraphic books indicate that the presents the wise men gave to the infant Jesus had been brought by Adam from the Garden of Eden. Noah subsequently took them aboard the ark, Shem concealed them after the flood, and the wise men later uncovered them. In some accounts, the wise men also found the testament of Adam buried with the relics and read Adam's prophecy to the coming Christ. Thank you for listening to the Scripture Insight, What Do We Know About the Wise Men? in the Insights Farms Review, December 1998, written by John Twentness. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast, where we will have excellent supplementary material for your Book of Mormon study in the Come Follow Me for 2020. Please stay tuned to this podcast and the Know Why podcast from Book of Mormon Central. As well, check out the Scripture Plus app that's free to download at scriptureplus.org. Thank you for listening again to the Rare Possessions podcast.